Pittsburgh, 2003. A recently graduated Washington and Jefferson business admin student and college football place kicker runs for city council and surges to victory on the back of a grassroots campaign and aggressive registration drive targeted at young voters. In January 2004, he is sworn in as the youngest city council member in Pittsburgh's history. Luke Ravenstahl is just shy of his 24th birthday. What followed was a series of unprecedented events coinciding with the rebirth of a decimated steel town and the re-entrance of Pittsburgh to the national stage. The following is a series of posts culled from Never Tell Me the Odds, an online forum associated with the city's DIY music scene. July 10th, 2006. Mayor O'Connor diagnosed with cancer. August 17th, 2006. I really wish O'Connor would step down. September 2nd, 2006, 1223 a.m. The mayor is dead. September 2nd, 2006, 626 a.m. This post is highlighted in red. The new mayor is 26 years old. When I was 18, I ran for mayor of my small town and won. A little bit of anti-establishment voter rebellion, I guess. Here's the thing, though, about 18-year-olds, they're idiots. So I pretty much ran the place into the ground after two months and got impeached. Worst part was my parents grounded me. Hi, everyone. Welcome to I Hate This Town. Uh, my name is Owen, and I am joined for our first ever live in-person recording session by my co-host, MJ, and our special guest, Maria Guido, from Worst Week Yet. <laughs> What's up, dude? Wait, it's Worst Week Yet, right? Yeah, it's the Worst Week okay, Yet. Okay, got it. For a second, I thought I fucked up the name. I always fuck up the intros, so. Listen, if anybody's heard our podcast, they know that we are the kings and queen of fucking up. Uh, that is how we roll on the Worst Week Yet, so it's cool that you guys roll that way, too. Entirely love, off the cuff. We love yeah, fucking up. Fuck. Listen, that's what it is. Uh, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so... Yeah, this is it. Uh, the promised Luke Ravenstahl episode. You can follow Maria on Twitter at Sandernista412, by the way. We're going to do We do plugs at the end. We don't. <laughs> we literally never once have done that. Well, yeah, we'll tell. Uh, yeah, you guys can follow me at Sandernista412 and then follow my podcast at Worst Week Yet. Uh, we're going to bring these people on. That sounded right. really these people. <laughs> these people are yeah, these we're gonna bring losers. these podcasters on. Degenerates. These fucking yins are podcasters over these here. These fucking generates can't go on they, our podcast. He's Jagoffs hey. making a podcast. <laughs> uh, <Anyway>. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is it. This is the Luke Ravenstall episode. The boy mayor. <laughs> That's right. We're talking about the boy mayor. We figured, you know, to timestamp this episode. Mayor William 
Bill Peduto has just lost his run for his third term. Yeah, yeah. Air horn noises, etc. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Yeah, rap air horn. This is the zoo crew. This is the anti-Bill Peduto zoo. This is the anti-Bill Peduto zoo crew. Bill Peduto has just lost his run for a third term as mayor to challenger Ed Gainey. Hell uh, yeah. But we're stepping back in time to... Uh, talk about his predecessor, uh, Luke Ravenstahl, uh, probably the youngest mayor of a major American city ever. Kind of depends on uh, how you define major American city. But I think I think, I think was, we can claim that title. I think he was at title. the time the youngest mayor of a city. Yeah, he was. Because he used to say that shit all the time when people would call him out <laughs> on stuff. Dumb motherfucker. Uh, as you'll see, I guess, throughout this episode when we talk about his amazing feats. Um, <laughs> it's incredible It's like, well, dude, but I am, like, the youngest mayor. Like, he always pointed to that. Yeah, because he was, I think, 26. Yeah. Yeah. 26. 26. 26 years old. So, he was, right. Just shy of his 24th birthday, uh, 23 and 11 months when he was elected to the city council. So to give a little bit, I mean, we I just ran through it a little bit in those um, old forum posts. But uh, and just a brief correction. It's the Roboto board. It's I'm just going off the name. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's the Roboto. Nobody knows what that is if they're not from the I city. do. <laughs> Yeah, but anybody who matters knows. All right. Hey, thank you. That was a good... Extending a special fuck you to everyone not from Pittsburgh (laughs) who listens to this podcast. Yeah, especially anybody anybody young. Yeah, anybody who does not remember having to go to the Squirrel Hill fucking benches to talk to people, that's how you ended up getting drugs and going to raves and stuff. Fuck off. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure you guys are awesome. Up to a roll I can't believe I, I got two old heads to come on this podcast and thought it would go well. All right, all right, yeah. all right, all right. So we're going to, like, a very brief walkthrough of the lead-up to this, which we sort of covered in these posts, right, is that um, Luke Ravenstahl is elected to city council in a sort of grassroots, I, I don't know, uh, like, a, like an underdog campaign kind of thing. He defeats this in- incumbent and he's this young up-and-coming star. He gets on the city council. Uh, within a year, he is elected uh, president of the city council in what is essentially a compromise vote, where he, the council deadlocks on who to elect president. Ravenstahl, uh, as this young guy without a lot of like political alliances and affiliations, he emerges as this compromise candidate to be president of the city council. Mayor Bob O'Connor is elected mayor and pretty much immediately is diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer and then passes on within a few months of taking office, which leaves Luke Ravenstahl to take office as the youngest mayor of a major American city. And, I mean, I, I mentioned it. I moved to Pittsburgh the day before Bob O'Connor died. I moved to Pittsburgh on September 1st, 2006. And I was out on the south side the night Bob uh, O'Connor died because I remember that it was my friend's uh, bachelorette party and we had an air horn and somebody was like, oh my God, Bob O'Connor died. And me and my friend Dana were like, 
what the fuck is fucked up? And then we were like, this is for Bob O'Connor. And then we did the air horn and ran. Uh, yeah, so I remember that day. O'Connor was a well-liked mayor from yeah. everything I understand. I mean, I was like a baby at the time, basically. But, I mean, he was referred to as the people's mayor. This was, you know, 2003, 2004-ish. Coming in a period where Pittsburgh is like just barely beginning to emerge from like desolate steel town with a completely collapsed population people are saying you know okay wait maybe there's some actual life here yeah. you know, maybe this city like has some sort of worth o'connor led uh like a initiative called red up red r-e-d-d being a like yinzer pittsburghese term for clean up and it was just about it was like we're cleaning up the city we're gonna make people like proud to live here again and uh then he he dies very suddenly, or I guess, I mean, not suddenly people knew it was happening, but he dies quickly after taking office, and Ravenstahl becomes president in what I think was probably a sort of, like, surge of goodwill. And that carries him on to win the, like, special election immediately after, and then a second election, uh, like, a year after that, which solidifies him as a real, fully elected mayor of Pittsburgh. At this point, he's like 27. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, like, as we'll get to, it's not like Ravenstahl was the most effective politician in the world, but I, it can't be overstated how different Pittsburgh was in 2006 when he was when he became mayor versus what Pittsburgh looked like in 2013 when Bill Peduto became the mayor. Oh, yeah. It's a completely different thing because Pittsburgh, it was, I mean, again, we went through a recession before a lot of people yep. hit their recession. So it was when we were switching from like the steel town to uh, what they quote unquote eds and meds. So mm. now we're known for, you know, our med medication, you know, UPMC. We're known for our... Uh, in our universities, the University of Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon, like banking and, and he, robotics. Yeah, he was, he was, I mean, it was much more, Peduto more vocally made it his platform, but like Ravenstahl was kind of on the beginning of that curve of like stop the Pittsburgh brain drain. So he was very much in that like, like tax abatements for tech companies, robotics, things like that, because it would keep people who were coming from all over the world to go to like CMU, to go to Pitt, to stay in Pittsburgh. Like that was his big thing was like to stop the brain drain, keep people from leaving the city when they graduated so they could stay here and contribute to the economy. What those people actually fucking did was just like destroy everything. But that was like the goal was like to stop people from moving. And I think too, at the time politically we were in the Bush, we were the, in the throes of the first Bush administration. Yeah, right. God. So there are these people because sadly I was a liberal back then, uh, you know, dumb and young and dumb, but, I, but it, I, there was I this was, excitement. I was eight. Yeah, you were eight. So, <laughs> but better than being a liberal. Uh, <laughs> But um, but it, there was like I, I remember be, there's this excitement of like okay well if you really want to change things like look there's a young person like getting in office but like we also didn't really understand at the time like what uh quote unquote progressive really was what the de like the Democratic Party at that time was also extremely different than it is 
you know, now it was changing. But yeah, I think we had like this hope because we wanted to try to find ways to end the shit that was going on in the Bush administration. So it was like how people are building things up locally now. I think that that was the hope that Ravensall brought. Yeah. But it didn't happen. No. Like. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, as <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, no, I mean, like, the, the context of that time, like, it was, like, the country was just so fucking conservative. Yeah. Like, it was so conservative that Ravenstahl and later Peduto, like, all of these people seemed so progressive, so liberal. I mean, like, and I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't a Democrat. I was a communist. Like, yeah. And I was, and, like, I wasn't paying attention to Pittsburgh politics. I was 18. I was smoking weed. That was the night of 100% of what I did. I was going to raves and shit, but I was so liberal. But, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I was just like, oh, I like the car. I like yeah. the manifesto. And then just stop paying attention. I hate Bush. But, like, yeah, the country is just so fucking conservative that, like, the concept of... The the thought of even talking about half the shit that we just, like, openly debate now would have been completely fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah. would have done it. Right. Anyway. So, I mean, that's some of the political background on Luke, Ravenstahl, and what Pittsburgh was like in... It was empty, too. There was, like, was nothing. Empty. There was nothing yeah. here. I mean, the city was yeah. fucking... It was hollowed out. But I will say, Oakland, super fucking fun. Yep. Oakland, back then, right, was so super grimy. So, like, if you know Oakland now... There was good shit it's, there. Yeah. Oakland, super grimy. So, you had, like, a couple clubs. I remember I went to the... I used to go to this club called Stratus, dude. And it was like 18 and up, but like yes. 21 and over, you could get in the bar. I always got in the fucking bar when I was like 17. I used to buy Boone's Farm at the fucking O. Then yeah. there was Lava Lounge. Yeah. Do you remember and Lava? And I up the upstage was there. The upstage and then Club Lago was Yeah, Club Lago. Yeah, Club Lago was there. But the upstage was bought was on the upstairs of Laga. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What then became IGA and now is nothing. nothing. It's uh, nothing. I think I thought that I think that Pitt owns those buildings. Pitt owns of all of them, but yeah, it's, yeah. As far as I know, and there it's was nothing. That, there now. was that. There was that like knockoff the exchange called buybacks downstairs. Yes. yes. That place ripped. My ex worked there for like a couple of years. I got so much. <laughs> then Telaropa, dude. Yeah. 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 All right. Sorry. Old heads. <laughs> Cutting this shit off right now. <laughs> Some trip down the memory lane. The Bravado Project in Wilkinsburg. Oh yes. my god, that shit fucking rules. Yes. Yes. All right. You missed it, dude. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Owen, that you weren't born. I don't I don't care. I do care, actually. <laughs> I, I do deeply saddened. But jealous. it's beside the point. Of course I'm jealous. So that's Pittsburgh. Uh and, <laughs> and that's our podcast called So That's Pittsburgh. Thanks for yes, tuning to be in. Welcome no, for no, coming. No. Next week, Rick Seaback will be the guest. <laughs> so, so Luke Luke Ravenstall's term, right, uh, or I guess two terms, was sort of defined by something that kind of carried over into the Peduto era, which was like turning Pittsburgh into a like pop culture name again. Yeah. A few, like, I think within a month or two of uh, taking office, he goes on Letterman and does an interview with Letterman. Really? Yes. Uh, and Letterman, like, kind of gives him shit for, like, being from Pittsburgh. And uh, there's these all these quotes from 
like audience members who turned up for it that are like, uh, yeah, I don't know why the fuck they're having this guy on as the guest. I don't really care. Uh, I think the strokes are going to be the musical act. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, uh, which is... I why the fuck are they interviewing this mayor? Yeah, <laughs> I, moved to, I moved to Pittsburgh from the D.C. area. They was telling, like, my family or whatever, you know, like, oh, we, I'm going to college in Pittsburgh. And they were like, where the hell is Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, it wasn't known. Like, right. It was like, it why? wasn't... Yeah. yeah. So he does that. He goes on Letterman. Uh, he does dumb human tricks, and he, like, jumps up and down with a ball in his mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, it, he ends up doing a whole bunch of things during his time uh, as mayor that are, like, essentially, like, pop culture, I don't know, stunts? And I don't even say that necessarily in a negative <laughs> way. Uh, the the Pittsburgh begins to revitalize. The film industry comes back because they start offering yep. these huge tax breaks to places to film here. Uh, and most famous of all, The Dark Knight gets filmed in Pittsburgh. And Ravenstahl, uh, yeah, Nar- Ravenstahl classically dons a uniform of the opposing team and is on film in the movie with a jersey that says Ravenstahl on the back kicking, like doing the kickoff at the beginning of the game right before Bane blows up the whole fucking yeah. stadium. And, uh, I knew so many people who were extras in that scene. Yeah, but could you I imagine... I mean, half like, the fucking town was extras yeah. in that oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine Bill de Blasio doing that shit? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, now, well, maybe Lori Lightfoot. That fucking weirdo. <laughs> but, like, no, that was some big shit. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. People Tiny loved him legs. for this kind of thing. <laughs> he did a whole bunch of uh, football-related stunts he uh like lost a bet with the mayor of yes. denver and had yeah. to tebow publicly yeah. at an yeah. event yeah. back when te- back when tebowing was a thing what a fucking deeply embarrassing society we live in mm. i mean that was that was just the early 2010s that's just what it was and he you was he leaned that. into all of it you don't know that yes, i do oh I wasn't a baby in 2010. Well, this was the late <laughs> this was like the mid to late aughts when he got in so yeah. it was very like the Social media wasn't what it was now. It's all Facebook. Right. Yeah, it was all Facebook shit. Right. You couldn't get away. Like, if if we had Ravenstall now, it would never work. It would... I mean, it would, be, it would be too cringy. You could be a mayor and, like, unironically do T-bowing and, like... Um, uh, the one we have to get to, right? The other football-related stunt he did. Oh yeah, Steeler Steel. Right? Steeler Stall. Steeler Stall. Well, Stahl. so okay, yeah. okay. Mayor Stall. So, so 2009, right? Pittsburgh Steelers are. <laughs> <laughs> Staller stall. Staller stall. I was down at a Heinz Field, and uh, you know, I I said, that, you know, I actually called the mayor. I said. You know, Mayor, I love you, but Ravenstall. I mean, we're going to play Ravens. Yeah, we're going to play Ravens. We're going to play Ravens. What are you doing? You got on with the team. You got on Ravenstall? It's bullshit. Yeah, you you can't. So, still or stall? My my greatest... uh, Wasn't he also the mayor when they implemented Steely McBeam? Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's that time frame is Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because honestly, it was one of the silliest... Time periods it in was just Pittsburgh, ridiculous. and I was, ha- you know, I was on drugs, <laughs> uh, so it was fun for me. Um, but you know, as you'll see, he he's done he he's had some amazing fucking 
Well, like, I mean, that, that's, that's that should that are pop culture moments to me. That's the point. Yeah. The point I'm driving at here, I think, is that like he does so many of these things that are huge, like popularity boost him that people love because it's 2009, 2010, 2011, 2013, and like people are chill with you doing like genuinely corny stuff especially if it's like getting your city in the national spotlight so 2009 the pittsburgh steelers are fucking dominating they go into the afc championships against their rival the baltimore ravens well you can't have a fucking pittsburgh mayor named luke ravenstahl so he changes his name like legally for one day to steeler stall uh Keen-eared German listeners of the podcast will recognize that Stahl is already the word for steel in German. So he just changed his name to Steeler Steel. Steeler Steel. Luke yeah. Steeler Steel. That's how fucking Pittsburgh he was. Yeah. Yeah, hey, he, he was a hometown boy. People fucking loved him. He was the boy mayor, dude. Here's the thing, though. No one loved him. Oh, yeah. We, People loved him for this shit. When he first started like i can remember when he first started the fanfare and shit around him yeah yeah I mean, at the but beginning then, it was very novel yeah at the beginning it was very novelty but then when he started just you know i mean it was i i have to say as somebody who because i'm 2003 was when he got in or no 2006 was when he became mayor and he was 26 so at that time i was like 23 24 it was very strange to see your mayor out at yeah. the same places that you were at doing the same things that you were doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Knowing the same people that you knew, like, right. So, and the people that you knew were, you know, scumbag, scumbag you know, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Ginzers, degenerates, that, degenerates that, you know, just, so, I mean, that's, this is where this is where we we take a turn from lovable pop culture icon to Luke Ravenstall, boy mayor and scumbag. And in the bio of a Twitter account created December 2011 uh, at Steelerstall, I know three things: Pittsburgh parties and pussy. This is the official account of Mayor Luke Steelerstall. <laughs> Fuck yeah! It has yes. two followers and five tweets ever. But I do, I do think it really captures it the capture culture of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When So compared to when he changed his name to Stiller, Steelers, Steeler Stall. Steeler Stall. Not Steeler Stall. Um, when was the couch law passed? That, that I don't in, know. I should have I should have looked it up. That uh, wasn't until like 2010. It wasn't until like Pit 1, right? Right. No, 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 no. It, it wasn't Pitt. It was our second. It was the first Super Bowl in 2009. It would have been 2009. Right. Yeah. It was okay. 2009 because I remember because I had started Pitt. Then I transferred from CCAC and um, like they literally like destroyed. Like it was just kids that fucking like lit fucking. Uh, they they lit the bus fucking uh, the, on the bus yeah, stop. The bus yeah. stop. Yeah. They yeah. flipped over a cop car, which was cool. But then they like broke like windows at Hillman Library, and then they started like taking couches, which you could famously have in Pittsburgh on your on your, your porch. porch. Yeah, right. So I remember because I was in that. I was I I was not in the crowd that was breaking windows at the Hillman. I would never do that. Yeah. It's a beautiful piece of mid-century architecture. Yeah, it's a great library too. Shit, I spent tons of time there. I love the Hillman. But yeah. um 
Yeah, no, I mean, because I remember we were at my buddy's house in, uh, in like, Oakland Square, like, down near Atwood. Yeah. And watching the game, and then we won, and so, like, everybody just, like, you went outside, and you just, like, kind of ran around. But, yeah, I know, everybody had, everybody had couches on their porch and not not i don't mean like patio furniture like, like legit a, like, like your, a couch that was inside your grandma this is yeah. your grandmother's paisley couch yeah you, you dragged it your, off the street onto your porch it was waterlogged right. to shit right and i cannot i cannot stress this enough literally every single person in the city of pittsburgh smoked cigarettes yeah oh, everyone everyone everybody everyone from like new i was a newport light girl fuck you joe uh <laughs> biden Menthol Mafia, bitch. Sorry. I used, go, I used to go buy my Marlboro Red 100s. God damn. BP look at you. down in the south side at the end of the 10th Street Bridge. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. Um, They cost $4. Oh, yeah. They were like, you could, yeah. So, anyway. Tell me tell me more about how a, a bubble gum cost a nickel. Yeah, it did, you fucking bitch. Listen, <laughs> I know you're jealous of us because we're zennials, okay? We're just trying to teach you... Geriatric millennials. Geriatric millennials, yeah. Oh Talking God. about cheap things used But to no, be. it was like Pittsburgh, it was like on this rise, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and we did yeah. start getting like more clubs and stuff, but then we started getting a lot of gentrification yeah, and so, people started so, getting kicked out of their fucking neighborhoods. Yeah. And so basically like, during the Steeler shit, like everybody, so everybody had this couch on their porch oh, yeah. in Oakland because, and Oakland, Bloomfield, basically anywhere where young people lived. Honestly, yeah. anywhere, anywhere. Friendship, lived. dude. My, my fucking friends had a couch on their porch until I think, cause that law didn't pass, I think until 2010 or 11. Cause they had a, a, a couch on their porch oh, yeah. fucking for, forever. Ever. And so, like, I slept on so many of those couches, oh, dude. dude. So many. Oh, yeah, so many of them. Because you were just, like, at a friend's house and you were too drunk to drive home. Yep. Like, well, you it's just nice fucking outside. crashed. You sleep yeah. on the couch. So, um, yeah. So, you would have these couches because you would just, like, sit outside with your homies if the weather was good and you would just smoke cigarettes all fucking night long. And so, during the... When, when the Steelers won, students were, ta- were dragging couches off of porches. And the way that the news made it sound is it was like random ass porches. No, it was like people pulling couches off their own porches yeah. into the street and lighting them on fire. And so in retaliation for this, because it made the city look bad, it made Pittsburgh look trashy, the mayor spearheaded a law that made it illegal, a fine-worthy offense to have a couch on your porch, which... Was only enforced in Oakland. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. years later, yours truly got slapped with that five hundred dollar <laughs> fine for having a porch couch uh, at my shitty punk house in Oakland. Well, we uh, continued to have a porch couch in our shitty house in Bloomfield. Yeah, because friendship had a couch. Like my friends and friendship that had a couch, they had the couch on that fucking porch forever. I had a porch. I had a couch. I had a couch in front of this house for. Five years, four yeah. years, and I moved. I bought this place in 2015. The funniest thing, though, about that whole law is that because it was like he thought it made Pittsburgh look trashy. When after like 9 p.m., that dude was doing the trashiest shit. Right. It was. Ever. It was Luke's great betrayal of the party mindset. Yeah. An yeah. unforgivable offense because this mayor. I mean, this was his whole thing, right? He was famous you would just see him out at nakama on the south side like 
yeah. doing coke in the bathroom nice. and cheating on his wife and <laughs> oh. allegedly allegedly uh, okay i have some stories because <laughs> these are all allegedly except when i note that i'm quoting directly from a uh, city paper or post gazette yeah. article so, these are all alleged stories that i have solicited via my twitter so allegedly i used to go to this club uh <laughs> called zythos um and allegedly sometimes we would leave after uh, my boyfriend set and then we would go down to this terrible place called s bar however allegedly s bar had something that we called cocaine uh, and I, I don't know i don't know if you listeners know what cocaine is but um it's a drug and makes you stay up uh so back in the shit more fun and you more annoying yeah 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 you get really annoying but things are fun till the next day and then you feel like shit but that's neither here nor there so allegedly luke ravenstall would be present would be with somebody who was not his wife <laughs> and would also be partaking in the white lady. Of the yayo. Of the yayo, yeah. He was uh you know, he was he was into the yayo. He loved the cocaine. Uh allegedly. Um <laughs> but that was the weird thing though about because like I remember like back in those days, like because one, I really wasn't that like political locally. Like I was like, you know, yeah, like uh, I was totally vote for Obama. I mean, I volunteered for him fucking both uh, elections and shit, like which sucks. But um, he was like, it, like it didn't like to me. It was just weird. Like it was just like, oh, my mayor is also, you know, doing like party drugs. And fucking going to after hours, but it never like clicked for me to be like, wait, this says something. Right, this it. says something. Plus, we didn't have social media. Like, we yeah. were ver like, you had Facebook, but Facebook wasn't what, you know, like, if, if, like yeah. I always said, Luke Ravensall could never do what he did now. It was a truly, it was a time and a place where, like, in the waning Bush years, you could. You could a city could elect a guy who was 26, 27 yep. years old to be mayor, and he could be a fucking party animal because not quite everyone had a camera on their phones yet or a place to share it. Oh, it it was, could never exist before or after the well, time that it did. Stories were still like those stories were still like like hearsay, like you know, like they're. There were always stories. So I went to Duquesne University, right, right across the river from Southside, Duquesne University. Well known for the physical attributes of the women who attend it. Uh, yeah, also the physical attributes of the basketball players. Yes, the basketball players are. Woo! Uh, I will tell you some stories. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I don't kiss the top. Um, so, <laughs> there, you know, girls that I knew, like girls that I went to school with. They, like, everybody who was in a sorority had a story about Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. everybody had a story about Big Ben, like, and they weren't, like, Big Ben tried to holler at me at, like, Diesel or whatever. It was, like, Big Ben held my friend against a wall. Yeah. You know, like, shit like that. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, 
you try to say that shit. There was the newspaper wasn't gonna cover that when rape, when all this rape allegations and stuff came out against Big Ben. Like the city went crazy oh, yeah. him because there wasn't that social media thing where it was like you know enough people could tell their story and people would see it. So I remember there was like when he when the season started again after all the rape allegations against Ben Roethlisberger, there was like some people who were protesting it. Like people showed up with like signs with like Big Ben's a fucking rapist. And like they got physically assaulted by yeah. Steelers fans. Yeah, like it really showed you how Pittsburgh because that's the thing is that Pittsburgh throughout the recession and everything because you know even in the 70s like they had the Steelers, right? They had yeah, for they sure. had sports. So sports and the Steelers to Pittsburghers, I mean it's it's like fucking Jesus Christ it's or their whatever. Life it, it's their lifeblood, right? Well, it represents to it represents to people the city that they love. So, like these these you know girls saying shit about Ben Roethlisberger or people saying shit about Luke Ravenstall was the anti Pittsburgh. The same, yeah, exactly. It was the same thing as like shitting on this city, and like I feel like you know especially the people who had stayed here. You yeah. know, like you stayed here through the 70s, you stayed here through the 80s, you stayed through the fucking 90s, and this place was like dead. It was just dead city. Yeah. You know, like it was like to say anything bad about the good things that were happening here was the same as shitting on the city itself. Mm-hmm. And like there was this like incredible protectionism about the city because like, you know, like, they loved it enough to fucking stay through all the bad times. It's like a fucking Pirates fan. Like, they, you can't say bad thing about Pirates with a Pirates fan because they're, they've just stuck through it for so fucking long. Yeah. They're invested. There's a lot of good things to say about those kinds of people Absolutely. who stuck through it. There's also instances like this, again, where it was like you finally had... You had a big guy with talent like Roethlisberger, undeniably a fantastic quarterback and a shitty, horrifying person. And so, yeah, I mean, you had a subsect of the population, uh, a lot of these old Yinzers who, like, stepped up for him. You Arguably know? no longer a good quarterback. Well, that's fair. I mean, Steelers definitely not where they where they used to be back in the, you know, this was the Ravenstall era. And it was the, the Bob O'Connor era. I mean, that was why... This all kicked off with O'Connor. O'Connor gets sworn in as mayor, and almost immediately after the Steelers win their first first Super Bowl in years again, then they win another one under Ravenstall. There's a lot of good they things. They won two under Ravenstall. You're right, two. Yeah. And, uh, and two Stanley Cups. Two Stanley Cups as well. Yeah. So, like, yeah, people were losing their shit. I mean, it was it was they called it the third renaissance of the city. And so, yeah, it, it, it is. I, I mean, I guess we're, we're, you know, making fun of, of Luke a little bit and we're obviously shitting directly into Ben Roethlisberger's mouth, Fuck but him, we're, yeah. we're also trying to, I would like to just for the record, I would like to personally shit in Ben Roethlisberger's mouth, not figuratively. There's a lot of things that I would like to do to Ben Roethlisberger that whatever FBI agent is listening to me today, um, that though did come to my house. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say it, but yeah, yeah, he's a piece of shit and he was the same. The, the one difference between Ravensall and, and, um, and Roethlisberger was I never personally saw Ravensall 
be aggressive with a woman. Yeah, and I've never heard any stories about that. Yeah, Yeah. he was a bro douchebag, but he wasn't a fucking like predator creep like Roethlisberger was. Right. That to be fair, nobody on earth has had the same case of just creep face like Ben Roethlisberger. Like Ben Roethlisberger was born to be a fucking asshole to women. Right. You can't not be if you look like that. Right. But even after those allegations, yeah, he was. You know, people still. But so, I mean, that's uh, we're, we're just trying to sort of capture what the mood of the city was at this point. And Ravenstall was out. He was partying. Um, and I, we're sort of leading up to this story. Right. This is one of the ones that everyone knows about <laughs> him. Uh, he I'm, I'm just going to, to quote here from the Post Gazette. I think this is very, uh, a very. I'm forgetting which uh, one this cutting, is. Well, well, there, there's there's two instances, right? Okay. Uh, and I'm going to get to the first one. This is a very cutting uh, sentence from the Post-Gazette that I'm going to quote here. The mayor's five-year tenure has repeatedly been punctuated by criticism about where he has and hasn't been. One of the places he was at was the Toby Keith concert. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is- in... Let me see here. This is my favorite. 2007. Yeah. Oh so fucking god. This is one of the 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 most famous stories about about Luke, yeah, this right? Yeah, is a great story. He uh Toby Keith comes to the city and anyone who's from around here knows about the, you know, the Toby Keith, the Kenny Chesney concerts, right? Pittsburgh loves to have a big country star come in and play and attract everyone from outside of the city to come in. Trash the city for like two or three days commit and then hate leave. Crimes. Commit hate yeah, crimes. Commit yeah, commit hate crimes. Just generally exactly. defile the city and the residents that live there. Yeah, and then um, the city's like, ah, oh, shit. Well, and, I guess we gotta clean it up. And Luke, as a bro, uh, was obligated to attend the Toby Keith concert. Yeah, now, yeah. now, I am going to say right off the bat that what comes next is something that I fully support. It is uh, an issue of direct action. Uh, reappropriation of police uh, uh, equipment and funds for community purposes. It is an act of radical redistribution. Okay, let's Luke Ravenstall uh, commandeers a <laughs> police vehicle slash Department of Homeland Security <laughs> uh, vehicle. Like this was this was a police car that had been it. bought and paid for with federal Homeland Security <laughs> funds. Luke Ravenstall commandeers it uh and has the driver like drive him to the toby keith concert like it's his personal fucking limo gets trashed and then like has 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 it take him and his wife home yeah like which is cool like this is a cool fucking thing to do like black like so i'm not in a country i've never been to the toby keith concert or whatever but like he was went down to the south side afterwards because that's like they'll scatter you know what I mean? After those fucking concerts. Right, right, right. And like at that time in the South Side, I was like hanging out at like fucking like I'd go to D's Cafe and like oh I thought God. I was like very like I was like rave slash punk, whatever the fuck I was. I don't know what I was. But he met like I guess migrated down to the South Side and was black out. Like, yeah, my legit. man was fucked up. Yeah, like blacked out drunk. I don't even think he remembers that concert. Honestly. To be fair, though, I, I still will say 
That is cool behavior. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's dude. Thinking about it so now, it's cool. great. People that got dope. so mad at him for this, and yeah. it's like they shouldn't have. That was cool. Very cool. And you it's had a super. You had cool. one of those instances of like a. Uh, I'm doing air quotes here, like good cop situation where there was this like sergeant who was like, "This is fucked up. The mayor can't just like." To force the police to be his chauffeur. A, yes, he can. B, <laughs> it's still cool. But yeah, she, she, she reported it, and she got like threatened with retaliation by the police chief, who was later federally indicted and sentenced to prison. That's a <laughs> not whole for this other issue. Episode, not for this yeah. issue. But we but, will like, this get is, to that. <laughs> but this was just like this was what uh, the whole thing. That I mean, that's just what he did. And then when the press like caught on to this, this after this whole favorite. thing became public and they confronted him about it, he basically said, like, uh, yeah, my, my car was in the shop. We needed a vehicle. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I like to go to concerts and drink beer. Sue me. Like, that was his defense. His defense was literally, I'm the boy mayor. I do boy mayor things. I'm going to go to the fucking and, and Toby Keith concert. That yeah. is dope as fuck. And I'm really mad at myself for even ever being mad at him about this shit because it's literally just like... He was a dog shit mayor. Well, but but it, dude kind of, rocks. funny dude. Yeah, like dudes <laughs> fucking rock. Like if if you talk about the dudes rock movement, Luke Ravenstall was... The mayor. Luke, the, the boy, boy mayor, mayor. The boy mayor walked so the dudes rock movement could run. He That's was, what I'm going to say. He was boy mayor of the dudes rock lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, total. Like I... We're quoting it now. Put I mean, it, put it in. I mean, he, like, he, he partway. I, I can't even remember what he looks like, but put his bland white ass face. He yeah, kind of looked like a weird, brow. weird version of Matt Gates, but not as ugly. Matt um, doesn't look human. No, Matt Gates is like, dude. Somebody, uh, my boy Marv, dude. He was on our pod. He said that Matt Gates looks like Johnny Knoxville if he just got smashed like his face together. And then, like, his head, but his head still was, like, normal. So his, like, face is, like, I, I fucked that joke up. You can cut it out or whatever, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the boy mayor, dude, he, that is, like, really cool behavior. Uh, <laughs> Again, and it's not, not what I would, not what I would personally choose <laughs> for my elected officials. I don't think that that is representative of good legislative skills right however as a thing in retrospect cool as fuck cool right. shit yeah i mean i want to i want to be clear that like the purpose of this episode and if you listen to any of our previous podcast episodes you should know that we are not serious or particularly intelligent people absolutely so well, they got they had me they came have me on as their guest like i'm a <laughs> fucking dumbass right like we could have had a like Pittsburgh historian or a like professor or something on yeah, or John to talk from about Pod this. Save America. We could have yeah, had somebody absolutely. who actually knows personal friend. Yeah, all friend, five of, friend of the I hate this <laughs> pod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, or I hate this town. Anyway, the the point being, the point being, we could have done a serious episode about Luke's time in governance and like you know municipal. You know, whatever deal making. We don't care about that shit. It's way funnier to talk about the boy mayor. Yeah, because we had to live through the Peduto era. So the Peduto era just makes me miss the Ravenstall era. Yeah, because it was the same. It was the same policies. It's just that Peduto is not dudes rock. Yeah, like 
quite. I will. We will delve briefly into policy here, and I just want to put again, if we're we've slowly come around to defending Luke on this, I want to put a point in Luke's favor. And I think part of this was sort of that that dude bro mentality. He challenged UPMC's tax status. I mean, yes, again, he did. For yes. listeners not from Pittsburgh, UPMC being the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, one of the largest non-state employers in the in in Pennsylvania. Uh, they pay no taxes because they're technically a nonprofit, and they fucking control like half the city. Yep. And Bill Peduto, our, our now former mayor, you know, always allowed them to run free. Essentially, Luke Ravenstall at the time actually tried to get them to pay taxes. Started, there was a certain like he started a lawsuit. Fight back. He yeah. Started a lawsuit with the state that Bill Peduto said he was going to continue but ended up not continuing for context last year upmc posted four billion with a b dollars in profit that is after paying the ceo of one hospital chain like just one hospital of the many many hospitals in that hospital chain 2.5 2.5 million dollars in salary. My partner works for UPMC at Presby in a research facility and like the guy who runs that facility just retired making 3 million dollars a year. Uh, yeah, there's fucking insane. And it's I unacceptable. So, I mean, yeah, Ray again to go back to it, Ravenstall was mayor at a weird time where the city was like sorting its shit out and this was an actual issue of like, hey, are we going to make this like giant mega nonprofit pay taxes or not and ultimately it ended up not happening right but he started it he made at least some sort of a of an attempt to stab at that possibly happening yeah well so, yeah. i mean so it says something about what was going on yeah absolutely yeah because because i, I think part of ravenstall's uh, i think part of ravenstall's push in like Fighting UPMC's tax-exempt status was that, in his mind, in order to make Pittsburgh a... Great again. Yes, in order to make <laughs> Pittsburgh... In order to PAGA. PAGA. Uh, make Pittsburgh great again. Um, mm, PAGA. Mm, PAGA. Uh, mm, yeah. uh, you, like, how, how are you going to have a city that people wanted to move to? How are you going to have a city that people were proud of? How are you going to have a city that people lived in for generations if you didn't have good schools, if you didn't have the tax base for road improvements? I mean, like, you know, Lou Ravisall was a dumbass, but he wasn't dumb enough to look around and not realize that Pittsburgh needed billions of dollars yeah. in investment. Right, and that it was sitting on a shit ton of unused capital. Absolutely. And so I think I think that in again, correctly so, he was like, you know, in order to kind of create a, a self-sustaining city, we need a stronger tax base. And we have that existing tax base if UPMC loses its tax exempt status. Which is true. It, it's absolutely true. I mean, I work with their psychiatric services all the fucking time because there's, you know, for children, there's two hospitals mm-hmm. and that it, that will take children, you know, in a psychiatric crisis. And one of them is Western Psych. 
and they have significant fucking problems and they do not pay their workers enough. They don't nope. take care of their workers. They should not be nonprofit. And it, yeah, to look back and see that he was one of the first ones to do it again, new appreciation for the boy mayor, because that's fucking cool. Again, another dude's rock moment. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And this is I mean, another thing against UPMC and Pitt. The yep. other nonprofit. My fucking alma mater. Mater. Fuck you. I didn't even know how to say alma mater. <laughs> um, they, the Pitt and UPMC have spent recent, I mean, recently in the last couple of years, hundreds of thousands of dollars on union busting. Yep. Um, there have been multiple pushes for faculty unions at Pitt, adjunct unions at Pitt, unions at UPMC. They have spent every single fucking penny of the tax money they are not paying to, to union bus to not pay their workers a living wage to fuck over their employees. My fucking friend was 34 years old, got diagnosed with breast cancer. She's she worked at a UPMC lab full time. She had their best insurance. She is 50 grand in yeah. debt. It's it's insanity. And even Pitt. Because Pitt has turned into now like a research one school, yeah, right? Pitt it's is a like... research one school. And I was going to go into their, the doctorate program at the school of social work because Which my, is like, na- like nationally, it's a, not, it's, yeah, it's like the top of the top. Yeah. Like our pro, our masters and our PhD program are like number 10 in the nation for yeah. social work, which is fucking pretty dope, but it's super expensive. I'm like $175,000 in fucking debt oh, with yeah. principal and shit. But I wanted to go and then because my mentor basically he runs that program now but even he said it is about money it's about the money that you can bring in with your research if you're going to do this to be a tenure don't do it for a research one university because they don't give a fuck about what you want to really research you know what I mean like they don't really they they want the federal dollars they want that money that's why it's hard because you have to balance all of this shit where you got to balance like your love of teaching but you the research basically they would they would have never um accepted the research that I wanted to do they wouldn't have given me money for it because they would have been like well where's the money yeah you know how can we sell this yeah Back to normal, back to normal. So, uh, keen Pittsburgh history buffs will notice that we skipped a couple things in this episode, partly for the sake of um, uh, just like timeliness, alacrity. We uh, we're skipping Bannergate, which is pretty fucking boring. I mean, it's actually shockingly the only like scandal of the Ravenstall administration to get a gate uh, appendix. Yeah, Uh, but. 
it's it's just boring like city urban redevelopment authority drama so we're gonna skip it we're skipping the g20 protests which did happen under ravenstall's authority but again like this is about him he didn't really do anything funny there we'll probably do a separate episode on that he did a lot of things that were terrible and i was there for it so yeah Yeah. you were both there for it right the g20 yeah the g20 rocked yeah i I, I was gonna jump wildly joking literally it was the only day that Pitt was like don't come to school. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> Pittsburgh could be on fire and Pitt be like, oh yeah, we're still having class. Yeah, G20, they were like, you no, got to do a whole separate episode on G20. Yeah. We, we're gonna. We'll right. do a, so we'll do a G20 episode, so we're skipping that. So we're going to jump towards the end of Luke Ravenstahl's time as mayor. He, you know, wins a second term and he continues on as mayor up through uh, 2014, right? He, uh, I'm sorry, wait, let me I take that back. He won the special election in 2007, right? He wins a regular election in 2009 for four years. Right. So he uh, serves up through January of 2014. So we're getting towards the end of his term here. He. Um, so there's the snowstorm. <laughs> thank the snowstorm you. Thank happened. you. I had a brain fart. So what, what year was the snowstorm? 2000. Ten. It was right after I it think. It was twenty ten. Yeah, I think it was after his it was second. Right after his reelection. Yeah, it was right after his reelection. Um, yeah, Snowmageddon. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. Snowmageddon. Colloquially did. known as Snowmageddon. I do not have the exact statistics of how much snow fell, but I remember it as a child being legendary. I remember my well, family yeah, coming back. Was, was coming back into town. We had been. We had gone skiing out of town. And we're like trying to drive. Listen, shut up. <laughs> shut yeah, up. Most bourgeois fucking person. That that, that's to fair. That's fine. Yeah, no, so, um, and I remember like getting like snowed out of our house basically because we couldn't like get in through the driveway at all. It was, I mean, I think we got three feet probably more oh, well, of snow. Well, more than that. I think we yeah. got three feet in the first day, but it went for like a solid 40 hours. So at the time, I was living in Bloomfield and the like towards the bottom towards Oakland like near the Millville Bridge if you're from Pittsburgh hell yeah um, cool spot and we we I mean there was a snowball fight we had a snowball fight in the street oh people were um, they had a great time until everybody ran out of beer. Yeah. Like yeah. people. That's the story yeah, of Pittsburgh. Right. It's a great time yeah. until you run well, out of beer. Well, so, cause I remember we needed to get cigarettes. And so we were walking from our house to the get go on bomb and like, which you is know, one of the most classic get goes. Yes. In Pittsburgh. A, a truly, a truly iconic get go. In the history of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. But but it, it's it's not far. I mean, it's like maybe half a mile. Yeah. Less, less than that. Less than a half a mile. It took us an hour to walk there and walk back. That's how that's how like deep the snow was. Was that like for four people to walk less than half a mile? You know, like we were soaking wet. And just exhausted, like we had climbed Mount Everest, walking half a mile and back. Mount Washington, their power went out. Oh yeah, yeah. for a while. Yeah, I mean, and I, I didn't. I didn't go to school for like a week. 
yeah. at that point. I think it was, it was in awesome. I was in like middle school it and I didn't, yeah. Ruled. And guess where our mayor was? Right. So, <laughs> dude, so dude's rock. Luke Ravenstall's birthday is in early February. Snowmageddon happened in early February. What are you going to? I mean, if you're, you know, again, he's like 28, 29 let's, let's at say this you're point. You're 29 years old. You're 29 you're years old. The mayor of a. You got, you get, you pull in a decent budget. Inside city. Yeah. So you pull in a decent budget, right? You're the mayor of a medium-sized regional city. You're 29 years old. It's your fucking birthday. What are you gonna do? You can go skiing. It's February, Fuck right? Yeah. Hell yeah. You're going to go up to Seven Springs, the local ski resort. Yep. And right, it's the exit right before <laughs> Somerset, baby. Right, exactly. Don't so, Luke, so, so, despite all forecasts uh, indicating that a massive snowstorm is on the way. <laughs> Sorry. Despite all, <laughs> despite all forecasts indicating that there's a massive snowstorm on the way, Luke Ravenstall says, I'm the fucking birthday boy. I'm going to Seven <laughs> Springs, baby. And he takes a he takes a trip uh up to the country. And what happens? Uh he gets snowed in, and so <laughs> does the rest of the fucking city yep. without the mayor there to run it. Now, I I think broadly I am like of the belief that like the head of state does not necessarily need to be like on the scene at these kinds of incidents to run things. But it it, it also it doesn't hurt. Right. right? Generally, to be there as like a morale booster, as a figurehead, you know? Um, Well, that was the thing with Luke was that even though he was like an attention, like he loved getting attention, he wasn't like Peduto. Like Peduto, when when tragic, like things like that would happen, Peduto would be right there so she could be in front of the camera and be like, oh, blah, 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 and like cry about shit. Ravenstall was like, you know what, dude? I'm just gonna vibe up at Seven Springs. Like, I need to, I need to hit that powder. Well, so <laughs> you know, I need to hit that powder, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so this is interesting. I think this gets like lost in the retelling of the story, right? I was um going back through the archives and finding news articles about this in preparation for this podcast, and I'm just going to read here from a Post-Gazette article from February 17th, 2010. Newspaper headline was Ice Town Costs Ice Clown His Town Crown. Headline, Ravenstall gets testy about whereabouts. (laughs) Pittsburgh Mayor Luke Ravenstall on Tuesday lashed out at reporters who asked for an update on his whereabouts and a council member who balked at extending a snow emergency declaration without his signature. Mr. Ravenstall's harsh words came after he swept into a news conference on the death of a Hazelwood man who was waiting for an ambulance during the February 6th snowstorm. That ended six-plus hours during which the mayor's staff would not specify his location other than to say he was, quote, in town. Talk show hosts (laughs) and bloggers lit up with speculation about his whereabouts. Um, Let me scroll down a little bit uh, to a quote from Boy Mayor Luke himself. I don't have a responsibility to tell you where I am every second of the day, the mayor said. I was in the city, I was working, and I was responding to a tragic situation. Asked why his staff did not disclose his whereabouts, the mayor said the information was withheld, quote, just to kind of prove a point that you all need to be more responsible. Ah, oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> so Turning just, it just around. Taking a dunk. <laughs> Taking a dump on the press because they got mad at you for going on vacation. That is, that's, 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 
that's like pre-Donald Trump shit. So, like, oh yeah. There. yeah I, Extremely. I, as somebody who hates Donald Trump but loves Donald Trump the poster... I gotta yeah. respect that shit. Dude. Yeah, that yeah. is poster. That is that's poster some behavior. shit. Poster behavior. Yeah. But, so, but it also just speaks to his mindset. Is like I'm the like provincial mayor of a small town. And, yeah. You know, like he's taking pictures with Snoop Dogg and shit. Yeah, dude. yeah. Like he wanted Pittsburgh to become a world class city, but he didn't have that like mindset of a world class. No, mindset. no, he yeah. wasn't cut out for. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He didn't have that snake skin. He didn't have that like. Like, well, I I can't really shit. Yeah, like so, I couldn't blame him. I'd be too. T- I I could also you would, Matt? Yeah, I would absolutely be this kind of mayor. Which Fuck is yeah, why I should not be elected the mayor. Right. That's why now, people, listeners, I would never do this. So, which is why you should elect me mayor. Do not elect him mayor. People tell me great. to run for office all the time, but the thing is, is that I would be terrible because I would just want to vibe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Really? I mean, I'd be like, yeah, legalize, but stop putting people in jail, motherfucker. Yeah. My platform like, is, I would really just like to vibe. Yeah. <laughs> would you which like to was pay kind 60 of, grand a year to vibe? Which, if you think about it, was Ravenstall's platform. Honestly, I'm just yeah. It was a vibe. different kind of vibes. It was definitely yeah. like a harsher vibe. It yeah, was like, a south side I want a vibe, vibe. and you're fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to bookend this story, right, we have one article from the Post-Gazette immediately after the incident on February 17th, 2010. I'm now pulling from a second Post-Gazette article on August 28th, 2011. Headline, Marked Absences. Mayor Ravenstahl criticized for missing many major events. And I pulled a (laughs) quote from this earlier that talked about how Ravenstahl's presidency or Fucking President mayoral ship. President Mayor. of the United States, <laughs> Luke Ravens. Dude, I'll vote for him. Fuck it. <laughs> Over this sport, Biden so, shit, whatever. About, we already had Trump. Talking about how, how Luke's uh, mayoral ship was defined by what events he was and was not at. Um, right off the bat on this article, Pittsburgh Mayor Luke Ravenstall was at Seven Springs during last year's blizzard. <laughs> so right off the bat, like whatever, whatever excuse, whatever fig leaf there was that he was in town dealing with business is gone. Yeah, they're just like, no, you are. Uh, he was at Seven Springs. Yeah. So Pittsburgh Mayor Luke Ravenstall was at Seven Springs during last year's blizzard. Out of town during the August 19th fatal flood and on vacation. Yeah, oh yeah dude. Yeah. I remember that shit when there was the flood on Highland Park in, in Highland Park uh, on Washington Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. And oh, on crazy. And on vacation while city council debated the city's amended financial recovery plan in 2009. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. city was bankrupt. Exactly. And bankrupt <laughs> for like a long time. Uh, here, again, Gotta respect it. Hold like on. I, I'm Hold on. sick. This, I don't this feel keeps good. going. This keeps going. Mr. Ravenstall missed last year's Labor Day parade, the June 10th announcement of plans to bring a new medical school to the city, and the grand opening of the Consul Energy Center last year. Blah blah blah. Those are boring. Yeah. He missed the National Veterans Wheelchair Games held <laughs> August 1st to 6th in the city, but donned a football uniform August 6th for a part in the Batman movie during filming at Huntsville. Yeah. yeah, like he was, yeah, and he once, was a 29-year-old man. Once again, to circle yeah. back to the quote, the mayor's five-year tenure repeatedly has been punctuated by criticism about where he has and has not been. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was just... He has been vibing. He has not been... Supporting wheelchair veterans. Oh, man, the beast.
But your love can tame this savage man all man of beast. I say it again and again and again and again. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Dudes so, back to dudes so, rocking and not so again, cops. we're we're cops are not Ravenstall at this point has been mired in like several scandals, many of which are like fairly uh like the things that things that will tank someone's political career but are fairly boring to talk about on a podcast. His police bureau is is in trouble. Uh there's like a federal investigation going on of which he is not necessarily like a party, but is like entangled in as uh, by dint of being mayor. Yeah. Uh, he commissions a bunch of trash cans, 250 <laughs> uh, trash cans to go out to the city with his name inscribed on them. But uh, because this takes place in the lead up to the election and his name is like hand signed on yeah. the trash cans. It he says taken care of business. Luke Raven install again, super cool. Yeah, <laughs> super <laughs> cool super thing to do. Dope. But of course, everyone gets mad at him, and they say, "Well, this is just like you're just using public funds to promote yourself ahead of the election." Yeah, right? which he absolutely was. Which Fuck is something yeah. you would do if you were not a politician and you were a total. Freak. You were just a yeah, guy. You were yeah, you were just a guy. You were just a dude <laughs> trying to I rock mean, in Pittsburgh, and you're like, "What?" It's really important to note. I think we skipped over this. It's really important to note that. Prior to being city council member, he had held no elected position. Yeah, he was, no, he he was just... class president in high school, and then he was a council member for a regional city. Yeah. And then, through a fucking fluke, he became the mayor. Yeah. Like, the, it's literally, not like he, he worked was his way not up. supposed to be the mayor. It he was, was a not fucking a poli- fluke. He was not a political animal. He did not, like, start, like... Working in campaigns and he, work he his didn't way up from there. He that Pete Buttigieg. He yeah, was not. He was not. Yeah. He was not Bill Peduto. I mean, again, it's it's worth it's it's worth repeating that all of this happened by mistake, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets into a ton of shit for uh, you know, using putting his name on the trash cans, which is very funny to promote yourself using trash oh, receptacles. And the fucking really fucked up thing. Was those trash cans one of the first neighborhoods it went in? Was the fucking Hill District the fucking neighborhood that he refused to pay for a fucking grocery store in? Like, those trash cans were in the fucking Hill District. Oh, yeah. First right. fucking thing. Taking care of business. I was like, yeah, by being a piece of shit mayor. Yeah, because I remember I live in Polish Hill and we got them second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and now I see it. You know, dude's rocking. He didn't really understand. Yeah. That it's, it's not, just, dudes just, don't rock. You you should have gave him a grocery store, but the trash can thing. I mean, it's funny, it if nothing energy. else. Yeah, so, it's dude's rock. It's white boy summer. Yeah, he had white. He, yeah. He, his entire tenure was white Yo, boy summer. Yo, no. Luke Ravenstall is Chet fucking Hanks. 
I mean, I, I, if not Chet, I mean, they would definitely get along. Absolutely. Yeah, they would totally they would, hang out. They would yeah. have a great time yeah. at, at because the you Toby know, Keith like, concert. Yeah, or Diesel. Well, now it's called what, the Foxtail? Yeah. Foxtail, yeah. I don't even fucking it's know. It's called the Foxtail it's, now. Yeah. Diesel. It's literally named It'll after, be... they named it after a butt plug. Sick. Ah, that's dope. That is well, actually That cool. would be cool if it was like a is gay it, bar, yeah. if it was like at all cool, but it's still just a Southside club. Yeah, but it is a good venue. I did see Freddie Gibbs there, but that's neither here nor there. I scheduled a concert there. Anyway, yeah. we're getting good off fucking venue, topic. Nobody cares, dumb, yeah. Nobody cares about this <laughs> shit. Nobody cares about this shit. Oh my God, so The boy so, mayor. Yeah. Right. So, he, so, I don't think we realized how much he rocked. We didn't. Maybe we didn't not. Appreciate you never, yeah. you never appreciate greatness. You paid attention time. to all the bad stuff. So 2013. I wish there was quite a oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't come here for that. 2013 rolls around, uh, and initially Raven still announces that he's going to seek re-election, and he like makes some moves and overtures that he is going to like mount a campaign and seek re-election. The trash cans roll out. People get mad at him. The various scandals that he is involved in continue. Uh, the chairman of the uh, Urban Redevelopment Authority resigns over a like weird scandal involving his wife being Ravenstall's like chief of staff. Um, I'm 23. It's years a whole old. fucking yeah. I am a child. MJ is 23 years old and getting was, high and not paying attention. Yeah, to any what's of hot, this. what date was? When was that? 2013. 13. I was turning 30. I yeah. was a freshman yeah, in I high was, school. No, if you were turning 30, then I was older than 23. I just I'm pretty sure that I was living on somebody's porch. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a so and and that's and that's the way it goes and and Will Peduto, Bill Peduto, Will Peduto, Will Bill Peduto friended me on Facebook in like 2009 when he was running for what city yeah. council or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like and yeah. He ran a bunch of campaigns in like northwestern PA. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, kind of eerie area, I think. But anyway, uh, Ravenstall makes overtures that he's going to run again. Uh, Bill Peduto, who is a member of city council and is a longtime opponent of his and like vocal critic of him, and is essentially more of, much more of a like consummate Pete Buttigieg style politician. Yeah, like very much like Democrat. a he's like a good boy. He's an Obama Democrat. At that point, he's you know very much like a progressive in the sense that that means in 2013. Right. Announces that he will run against him. Ravenstall aborts his campaign and says that he will not seek re-election. Peduto obviously uh, Peduto sweeps to a win it. with a pretty decent margin, if I uh, remember yeah. correctly. At which point, Luke Ravenstall barricades himself inside of his Squirrel Hill home, never to be seen. Well, again. we'll get to that, right? I, I do want to make two two more points, right? In the way that decades sort of like don't quite line up with their years, like you can't define the 1970s from 1970 to 1979, right? right? It's more of a like 1972 to 1982 kind of thing. Things, oh, these things overlap and merge. In the same way, shortly after Bill Peduto takes office, he appears on Undercover Boss, 
sporting the wor- the world's worst fake beard and glasses and going undercover as a sanitation worker. And it is extremely a continuance of Ravenstahl's like and that's pop I culture knew. media appearances. We were Fox, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just think it's interesting. There was a little bit of a like leftover Ravenstahl hangover there where he, he you know, he did the Ravenstahl thing of immediately going on TV after becoming mayor. And um, that was kind of the last gasp of, I guess you would call it, Raven Stalinism. Ah, <laughs> dude, that's pretty. I quit. I quit this podcast. Thank yeah, you. I mean, listen, you you don't like the bad bad jokes because you would hate Andrew, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, I, I, yeah. All right, all right, I have to come clean. I stole that joke. Uh, at, at Pitts at Pitts radio station for years and years since the G20 protests, yeah. there has been a like Soviet style. Uh, like drawing of Luke Ravenstahl with the word Ravenstalin underneath it hanging up in the broadcast That's room. Fucking it's been awesome. there for like a decade now. It's basically like it should be framed in glass. Yeah, I feel you know that he works, you know who he works for now. Well, okay, so this Are is my know, final you know. point. Uh I'm I'm on w- Luke Ravenstahl's Wikipedia page right now. Uh and I've scrolled all the way to the bottom. And Wikipedia is a, is a resource that you should absolutely cite in all of your college papers. Yeah. Professors love it and they think it's very cool. Well, you should cite it in your in your podcast. You should yeah. cite it in your podcast. You should too. cite all three of us just in your life. Yeah, all the yeah. time. All so there is a subsection on Luke Ravenstahl's Wikipedia page down towards the bottom. Post mayoral career. It is a single line. And I quote, in recent years, Ravenstahl has been vice president of sales and marketing at People's Natural Gas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so he it's doesn't extremely do shit. Cool. It's extremely cool to go from the fucking mayor, the mayor running a like major regional city, the Paris of Appalachia, right? Like the largest yeah. city in the western side of like a fucking big state oh, in America. Oh, yeah, he could have done a lot of... Like, like, he could have you're gone... The, you're the mayor of Pittsburgh. For all the shitting on Pittsburgh we do, that means something. That matters. And you go from that to a VP position of sales and marketing at a gas company. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. On that note, uh, Maria... Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun, seriously. Because so, you guys are fucking awesome. And yeah, I had a blast. This is what was one of my favorite fucking I, topics in the world. I apologize for my horrible pets. <laughs> I love them, dude. They're fucking awesome, dude. You said that your cat's a hoe. I, he's just chilling. Yeah, that was after he was screaming in the hallway. Oh, so. he's just horny. <laughs> yeah, he's so horny. not. Yeah, he's not getting money. He's not like so a, much like yeah. all of you, he's listeners. Horny. Listeners, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with us. Sticking with us for the saga of sticking Luke Raven. For the saga, saga of Luke Reagan. <laughs> God damn, Luke, Luke. God damn it, MJ. <laughs> The saga of Luke Ravenstahl. The boy uh, mayor. Boy mayor of Pittsburgh. Um, the dudes, the, <sighs> dude, the white dudes rock yeah. mayor of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. For sure. Luke Ravenstahl. And a serious kick in the pants, farewell, 
May the Lord greet you on the other side. Don't to let outgoing mayor of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, William Peduto. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord, Lord split you. Right. I would and just like to say, take down the fucking Columbus statue, you Guido piece of shit. Me? No, not you. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, my last name's Guido. You fucking asshole. But I get what you're saying, you Dago motherfucker. Actually, I don't want to claim him. I don't think my people should have to claim Peduto. Italians reject you. Wow. William Peduto. Yeah, fuck off, motherfucker. I bet you you're a northerner. <laughs> bet you you're a northerner, Peduto. But guess what? We don't have to worry about that anymore. All right. Roman scum. Yeah. William Peduto. We don't respect anyone that lives above Naples. Fuck that. I don't, I, I don't, you, are you from Tuscany? Suck my fucking dick I don't have. All right. Uh, yeah. Maria, do you want to, do you want to plug your shit before we go? Yeah. Yeah. I want to plug my shit. You're dirty. That, all right. I drank a couple Yank or Iron Cities. Uh, I would like to plug, I have a podcast. It's called The Worst We Get. Um, and it is me and two of my friends. And every week we, talk about like different news stories and how just the world is getting more and more horrible each week. So, uh, yeah, we call it traumedy. So we use our, the terrible things that are happening. Oh, we just try to laugh at it. You know what I mean? Uh, I sing sometimes I have been coming on the show inebriated, uh, for the past couple weeks. I apologize for that. Um, but apparently people like it. I don't know. Never apologize. Yeah. So if you got if you want to check us out, we're gonna have these two goofballs on soon. For sure. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, worst we get. Follow us at uh worst we get at, on Twitter. And follow Maria at Sandernista four one two. Yes. All right. And follow follow me. We're gonna get MJ above three hundred and sixty five. Yeah, listen, we gotta we gotta get <laughs> listen. Fucking I get I get three hundred and sixty seven and then I lose them instantly because ninety percent of it is me talking about my pets. If you like pets Follow at Tiger underscore Beatdown. Yeah, Twitter. come on. We're fucking... We got to listen. This all is right. a poster in the fucking raw, okay, that you are all missing. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Bye, everyone. Deuces. 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 <laughs> I bet you never heard old Marshall Dillon say, Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of running away? Settle Said yes in a New York minute. They never tied a knot. His heart wasn't in it. He just stole a kiss as he rode away. He never hung his hat up at Kitty's place. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shoes, riding my pony. Just like Gene and Roy singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy.